Shalom, shalom. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly Rav Cook podcast. I'm Aleph Lewitt. Each week, Be'ezrat Hashem, we will take a look at a different piece from Rav Cook's writings and try to break down the often long poetic sentences into smaller units and explain them as best as possible in plain English. Hope you enjoy. All right, so this week we'll Be'ezrat Hashem be learning the third parak of Orot Torah, which Rav Tzvi Cook entitled Pratei Torah the details of Torah and its its klalim, its general principles and uh, and guidelines. Or principles, I think, is more appropriate. And it has it within it ten ten uh, paragraphs, nine paragraphs. Sorry, uh, we're going to be looking at three of them: the first, the third, and the fourth. And um, the the topics that it's gonna that it's gonna talk about are the first paragraph. That we're going to learn is going to talk about how learning Torah can actually be an expression and should be an expression of a relationship with God, and not just uh, an act of acquiring information. And uh, and more on that. The uh, Piskat Gimel, the third paragraph, which is the second one we're going to do today, is going to address the danger uh, that presents itself in our relationship with Hashem and with Torah when the overarching klal and the overarching general general principles of Torah are forgotten. And the focus rests primarily or exclusively on the the, uh, the details. And in the fourth paragraph, is the third one we're going to see today, is going to continue continue that idea and address Dafka, the other side of the coin, which is the joy, the potential joy of seeing the details as emerging from the the general principles. So without further ado, Orota Torah Paragimel Piska Aleph. Kesher HaTorah Bakadosh Baruch Hu Zehu Yesod Avodat Hakodesh Shanshe Asgula. Right? Identifying or the connection or the relationship of Torah and its texts and its rules and its ideas with God himself, this is a, a fundamental value, a fundamental goal, and maybe the work of Avodat HaKodesh on Shez Gula. These are for the tzaddikim, for the, for the great people of the generations. This is, this is what they're able to hone in on, what they're able to identify. This relationship between Torah as we learn it and its relationship with the infinite with Hashem. Harenu oskim b'halachot. We're dealing with when we learn Torah. We're dealing with laws. with examining them, ubi and with their details. We understand in some general sense. Shikol Torah that every word of Torah hinam orchot Hashem that these are God's ways. These are you know this is what God intended to be to be handed down to be practiced. We know that it's coming from Him. We know that it flows from a higher source, from from a higher source of a uh, higher life source. Meaning, we know they come from Hashem. It's true in our souls, and we have some some higher sense. We have a, a a connection with Hashem. Maybe we feel it when we're when we're singing singing a nice uh, a song that we connect to, or when we're in a certain in certain circumstances that that ignite that within us. Noam the the pleasantness of a relationship with God. Uh, it pumps. It's mifaim bekirba. It's uh, it's beating within us, within our our neshama. Bekirvat Elohim la tov mikom achmadim. And there, there's nothing sweeter than that. There's nothing more pleasant than that. Bo'otaha arigah adina. And this gentle, refined uh, arigah, this longing. Himorgeshet gam balev hachayim libiu b'sari yiranenu elachay. This is also we also feel it in our bodies, right? Our bodies actually feel uh, elated and feel good when we're connected to when we have this this connection to Hashem. And uh, okay, he continues. 
basically, in order to take this, this sense, this hargasha atzilit, this lofty sense and feeling, that's tmuna, it's hidden, gam bekerev kol kulam, it's hidden within the details of Torah. So to, to unpack it, to, to extract it, to identify it from within the details of how to keep Shabbat and Kashrut and all the details of Torah, to raise that feeling that's hidden within the details of Torah and to lift it up to the level of, of the, the experiences and the spiritual experiences we were talking about a moment ago, which, which uh, pumps and which, which exists in the Neshama you know, constantly, as a, as a gift from Hashem, this extracting, this this uh, this connecting, like we said, what we started off with, which comes from a very high spiritual uh, type of soul. This is this is this relates to this this endeavor of the connection of the Torah to Hashem, which may seem obvious, but as we said, it's it's not always so obvious. What we mean when we say a connection, you know, revealing the connection and bringing out this relationship between Torah and Hashem, what we mean is connecting the Torah dilatata, the lower Torah, meaning the laws as we discuss them in a in a uh, human sense, with the the ramifications and the rules and the guidelines and the scope and the and the and the the sources from the psukim to the to the machlokot between the the different generations in the Masora. That Torah dilatata, connecting that in Torah dilaelah haklalit. With the uh, higher, you know, revelation of Torah, much uh, reminiscent of what we discussed in Parak Aleph about the lofty, removed Torah Shibichtav, connecting it with the with the detail-oriented, practical, or able to be practiced uh, Torah Shiv Torah um, As a background to this piece, which we just learned, um, is important to to recall what Chazal said in in the Sechin Darim on Daf Aleph, where they they recall. A, or they they phrase a, a question of al why are we in galut why are we in exile and the answer they give is shalo barchu batorat chila they learn it from psukim in uh, in yeshayahu shalo barchu batorat chila that we didn't make a birchat torah right and so the obvious question is but we know we know we're familiar with the other places in chazal especially in the gemara and yoma that ask that uh, that describes the reasons the sins which were responsible for each respective Khurban Habayit, the first Beit HaMikdash uh, destroyed for Giloy Arayot, Shfichut Amim and Abu Dazara, and the second Beit HaMikdash for Sinat Chinam. So what in the world is the Gemara and the Darim talking about when it says Alma Avda Haaretz? So the Maharal and others explain that the question of the Gemara here is not which sins did we commit that were the final straw to, uh, to, uh, to put us in, in Galut, but what spiritual state could we have possibly been in while we had the Beit HaMikdash, that enabled the people, that enabled Am Yisrael of that time to come to be able to commit such chataim. What kind of generation that has prophecy, that has, um, maybe in the first, first Beit HaMikdash, that has this high spiritual level that they have a, a physical Beit HaMikdash, what circumstances or what spiritual mindset enabled them to arrive at at the Shvichut Amim, Sinat Chinam? And to that, the Gemara's answer is And the Gemara there explains that it's referring to the recognition, as we say in Berchot HaTorah, Baruch HaTashem Noten HaTorah, the giver of the Torah, that we were learning Torah, we were from 
we were halacha abiding, but we weren't recognizing that that practice and that learning was in fact meant to engender a kesher, a relationship with Baruch HaTashem Noten HaTorah, that it was meant to, to facilitate this connection, this relationship with, with Hashem, as opposed to it be, being merely a religious practice or being engrossed in the details and, uh, and having forgotten that all that was meant to facilitate a relationship with Hashem, says the Gemara, that is, is, what, is, uh, is what was responsible for reaching an actual um, state where we, can, we, can, uh, we're, we were committing those sins and being, uh, and being chayav in, uh, in Galut. So that's the first piece. The next two pieces we're going to see, as we said, are going to discuss the, uh, the two sides, the danger, and on the flip side, the joy of when this is actually successful, when we actually succeed or don't succeed in, um, in connecting the general principles, this overarching goal of Torah, which we just said now is a relationship with Hashem, um, when that's disconnected or connected to the details. So Piskah Gimel goes like this. Ikar hayidiyahi. What is this mindset that we should have? Shetia klalut ha-Torah that the general overarching goal of Torah, this connection with Hashem, that this recognition should be so strongly, um, strongly, we should be so strongly, uh, we should be so strongly conscious of that, it should be so, such a front and center in our awareness, that as a result of that, as a result of the, the influence of that, of that klal, of that, you know, godliness and divinity that's at, that's at the root of it all, that because of that, yushpa, it will influence koach hazihirut prati, the detailed cautiousness, uh, or the caution, the caution required uh, to keep the details, l'chol mitzvot, to every mitzvah, v'dikduke Torah, and every fine, fine detail of Torah. Um, I was thinking that perhaps that's what stands behind what Chazal use all over all over the Gemara to refer to something that comes from the Torah um, or a pasuk from the Torah. They'll say Rachmana Amar, right? The merciful one says Rachmana in Aramaic is also for Ahava, for love. That perhaps the uh, a relationship or a relationship of love with Hashem uh, is influenced, is uh, is is felt through the details when when we have in mind, when we're successful at having in mind the overarching goal that it's actually meant to facilitate in the first place, such a relationship. Va'az, continues her cook, and then, domeh davar it seems, or it's experienced, kulam. It's similar to the source of life that flows from the heart and extends to all of the limbs in the body. mi klalit, right, which is, which is not the case when this awareness is lacking. Then every every uh, item in Torah, every detail in Torah, who in Yan Miyuchad is separate, disconnected, bifneatzmo, on its own, separated from the rest of Torah, separated from the ultimate goal which it's meant to achieve. But what does this lead to? What is this? How does this feel? What is this? What is this experience? How is this experienced? Vizemitil shibush biyosod hakarata Torah. It muddles the accurate perception of Torah. Umonea meavodat. And it prevents us from enjoying, from feeling a relationship of love and and get and uh, you know with Hashem. Hashem tsav tsav kav kav, and it leads to a, a a situation where the way that we're relating, relating to the Word of God is tsav tsav kav kav, a commandment here, a commandment there, uh, a line here, a line there, a detail here, a detail there, without it being connected to the to the greater picture. 
כי צריך שיהיו דברי תורה ניכרים לחוקה אחת. דברי תורה need to be recognized as one unit, ומצווה אחת, and they're essentially one מצווה. The מצווה maybe of, I don't know, maybe which מצווה to call it, say, אהבת השם, דבקות, whatever it may be, but the sense here is clear that they're meant to be um, experienced as coming from, coming from one place and achieving one ultimate goal. Continuing in Pisgat Dalet, כשהלב בריא, when, when the heart is healthy, like we said before, when this heart, when this, this consciousness of the ultimate purpose and the ultimate goal beyond the details is healthy, is in place. Then, right, when a, when a heart is healthy, when a physical heart that pumps blood through the body is healthy, then it's able to, to send the blood all over the body where to, uh, to empower and, uh, and bring life to every, to every limb that it needs to. It, it extends with this with a pressure that allows it zerem hadam the flow of blood and all the arteries the narrow ones and the, and the distant ones. That's regarding the right. That's the mashal. What's the What's the uh, what's the the extension to the to the topic here we're talking about? When the when the mind is strong, when the understanding, when the perception is is clear. To understand the fundamental purpose of Torah, and its overarching general principles, and what else is strong, the understanding that, how its numerous many details, that the details naturally flow from, they've got to uh, come from, come from the general principles. Or in other words, when the details are clearly an expression of the overarching goal, when that connection is clear, we'll give an example in a second, then Then the outlook on, on all of Torah is clear. It's not muddled anymore. It's it's makefet. It uh, it surrounds, meaning it encapsulates what Torah is meant to be. And it's clear. It's bihira. And that engenders a great love. And a respect. Right? A respect for Torah. Not that it's just, oh, it's a, a detail here, a detail there. Hashem's just, you know, how to make our lives more difficult. No, no, no. There's actually a goal here, and each detail is meant to accomplish that goal. And therefore, it engenders rigshe kavod, respect, and awe of hadrat kedusha, davar, to every item in Torah of a deep duke, and every detail, kal, even every seemingly not so serious, but actually serious detail of Torah. As an example, um, one of the examples that, that I think bring this out a lot is, is Hilchot Shabbat. Um, let's take, for example, the, the halacha of Borer, right? Borer is, the halacha, is one of the halachot, one of the, one of the 39 malachot on Shabbat that has this, this general principle of separating out, you know, one item from another, separating out uh, that which you want, which, which in uh, halachic terminology is called the ochel, from the psolet, from that which, that which, you, that which you don't want. And um, one of the one of the uh, characteristics of the of what makes this this halacha of, of this action prohibited is the fact that you are removing the psolet from the ocha. That's one of the one of the three characteristics of this malacha is that you're actually you're not you're not uh, separating the good from the bad, but you're separating the bad from the good. For example, you have a salad, and maybe there's a there's something in it. There's a, a vegetable or something in it. Maybe that's not the best example, but say there's a rock um, in your in your salad. You're eating outside. There's a little pebble. To remove that from the salad would be removing the och, the psolet, that which you don't want, from what you do want. And uh, um, you know, for example, that would be that would be something prohibited. What's the what's the klal here and what's the prat? So the klal is that 
melacha, what's, for, what's prohibited on Shabbat, is improving things, fixing things, doing something that's productive, right? Whereas Shabbat is supposed to be a day that we're, you know, like the Torah says, v'yasita kom as if it's as if your work is done. We're supposed to relate to the world, to the physical world around us, to a certain extent, as if things have already reached their, their ultimate perfection, and therefore we're not, uh, we're not involving ourselves in, in the continuous fixing of things and improving of things as we do the other six days of the week. So when you think about that, then this halacha of borer makes a lot of sense, right? We're supposed to be focusing on what we already have, what we've already accomplished this past week. And we're not meant to be, you know, literally getting our hands dirty with um, that which still needs fixing. And therefore, if you're going to make it, you know, you want to, you know, improve your, your salad so it'll be edible. So you'll have to just focus on the focus on the good, as it were. You'll, you'll just, you know, eat around it and, and, not, uh, and not physically involve yourself in the in the in the fixing so there's an example i think where the the general principle of you know not do involving in melacha productive fixing and improvement of the physical world you know from from that flows very very logically the the detail of oh you should take the tomato out of the salad and and, and leave the rock there and not take the rock out of the salad um there i think is a is one example that might uh, that might highlight that um, there are more piskaot to this uh, to this parak. We're going to suffice it at that and finish off with a tefillah that we should be zochet to learn, continue to learn the deep Torah that uh, that connects and increases our appreciation for the details by deepening our understanding of where they come from, what they're meant to accomplish, and all in all enhance the joy, the love in our relationship with Hashem and our daily practices, which aim to bring the consciousness of Him and His good more and more into our world.